get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 405. And today we're going to be talking about that Nintendo Direct that kind of came out of nowhere last week. Like, honestly, like, bang, there it was. Um, Also, the Xbox FTC trials for them purchasing Activision Blizzard are happening. Some crazy new stories coming out of there. And some other fun stories that we've got. But before we get into all of that, let me introduce you to the friendly voices around this here digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm great. Yourself? I'm excellent. Joelle, what's up? Hola. Hola. <laughs> everybody, Hola. everybody send thoughts and prayers to poor Simon. He threw his back out. Yeah. yeah. Go for him. We yeah. are in that stage of life where that can happen. Doing pretty much anything. But he was ha- helping his, uh, his family move things and uh, injured himself. And we feel for him. I can understand he wouldn't want to sit and try and be civil no. when his back was screaming at him. No. Mm, not fun, not fun. All right, let's get into some housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're avail- available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. Once again, we're brought to you by Manscaped. More on that later in the show. Okay, crew check-in time. Catherine, how's your week been? It's been... Yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> uh, you had I'm a company barbecue, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, why Why was the week in a blur right? Because I spent <laughs> six, seven hours in the sun, in the heat on Thursday, and it took me all weekend to recuperate. So, yeah, we had our comp- company barbecue. It was hot. It was sunny. It was good, though. Uh, it was fun uh, seeing a lot of people I used to work with that I don't work with anymore. Um Sorry, my cat just rolled over on my keyboard. He almost hit all the F keys all at once. This would have been bad. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to push him forward a bit. Uh, But yeah, no, it's always uh, great fun. Uh, Me and colleagues went try some of the games. They had like inflatable games. And uh, there was this thing. It was like uh, nine basketball hoops. And you were basically playing tic-tac-toe, but throwing basketballs and hoops. Oh, cool. Oh, fun. Stuff like that. Um, there was a. Uh, it was like bowling, but instead of like rolling a ball, you would just throw. They had like a bunch of balls, like a football or whatever, and you would just throw at this like, giant. At these giant cues, I guess they're called, or the pins, the giant pins. The pins, yeah. Yeah, mm. the pins were almost like half my size. So they had these balls, which were basically like. Um, like a kilogram, which is like, I don't know, 2.2 pounds or something. Like these kind of like exercise balls. Yeah. And I just kind of like, they were like, all right, let's go teams. Okay. So um, we're going to go two, two, two. And like, okay, you get ladies start. Go, Catherine. I grabbed the, the one kilogram. I just whacked it in the pin. <laughs> all the pins went down, turned around, flipped the bird. And it was like, I won. 
So we walk our way. All them gains paying off. (laughs) But it was fun because, like, we lost tic tac toe because I couldn't get any of the balls in the hoops. I was just like, I'm sorry, Tamar, I'm trying. Strength, you're good. Accuracy, not so much. No, (laughs) force your way into the pins. But it was, yeah, it was really hot. I managed not to burn. Um, Good. Shout out to the people at the Ubisoft events who left spray on sunscreen in the bathrooms. Just oh. kind of like cans everywhere. So uh, before I left, I did the thing, like if you go to the beach, where I just slathered my body, my body in sunscreen while I was naked. And then I got dressed. Oh, and then I figured okay. I will just reapply on whatever's like... Once you got to work later, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because, like, I was wearing a white T-shirt, so I know, like, it doesn't completely protect you from the sun unless you have a UV-grade shirt. Mm -hmm. So you still want to have, like, sunscreen on your shoulders and your upper back. Yeah. Um, You you wore a white T-shirt to a barbecue? Yeah, I know. Yeah, wow. Just I chose mustard, ketchup. I chose staying cool versus staying clean. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Because There's no matter right. what, at the end of the day, that thing was dretch- drenched in sweat. But at the same time, okay. because it's white, I just kind of like threw it in the wash with bleach to get the sweat out. But it was one in of our, stains. yeah, it was one of our team t-shirts, basically. Uh, one of my uh, front or dev team t-shirts. We had like a year where I made, uh, where we had two two shirts. It was Horkos versus Chimera type thing. So we had a white t-shirt and a black t-shirt. I wore the white one because I didn't want to wear the one we got this year is black. And I was like, I'm not doing this in the sun. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then after that, the rest of the day, I kind of just kind of like used a spray can and I managed to not, not burn. But I did tan a bit, though little I can tan. Mm-hmm. But no, it was great fun. Like every year, um, I do enjoy it. I also... Enjoy the fact that it's at, um, they do it at uh, IGA Stadium where they have the tennis. So it's like. Oh, that's where they do the Rogers Cup. Exactly. Uh, So it's right next to a metro station. It's walkable for me to go home. Um, And with work from home, I just work from home in the morning and then. After that, I joined my friends for lunch in Jerry Park, and then. We- and so, is that, is that Jerry Park? Yeah, yeah, it's Jerry Park. Cool. So, and now it was great fun, but I spent the uh, Sunday of uh, the following Friday was off because of Saint Jean Baptiste, and I spent that day on my ass. Mm. I went to the gym thing, and I tried to deadlift, but my legs were so dead from standing and walking around all afternoon. I mm. failed every rep that I tried. And I was like, I'm just going to move on and forget this ever happened. <laughs> hey, you made the effort and went to the gym. Yeah, that yeah. counts. You could have just counts. phoned it in. I could have. Yeah, I could have. I actually like for my health, I should have skipped that session and probably pushed it to like Saturday at the very least. But no, I was like, you know what? We're just going <laughs> to work the upper body today. Uh, mm. Legs is going to wait. Um, oh and that reminds me of that of that skit that they used to do the French one about arms and back but never the oh, legs. Yeah, it, it, oh, it was that viral skit they did for a gym. Bra do what is it? Bra do and oh, then they're chest. like, how about legs? Chest, chest bra, bra bra chest do, chest bra chest bra. And, what then, about legs? and then they were like, legs? what about your legs? And they're like, and, and they, they pan out and the guy has chicken legs. legs. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a Quebec thing. That's a vintage one. There you go. Uh, but yeah, but then on Saturday, I went to see Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, what'd you think? It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. But I was like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, how are they going to wrap this up? And then they didn't. Um, there's going to be a third movie. Spoiler. Oh, wonderful. Uh, oh, I actually, I thought they said this was going to be in two pieces. This yeah, one. So. I think it was yeah. announced in two pieces. But like, I was like, oh, yeah, there's another one. And like, my friend was like, yeah, they two parter. I was like, oh, they said that. It's like, Ugh. yeah, um, I didn't know. But it was my first experience going to the VIP cinema. Mm-hmm. And I Are didn't know that they had a <laughs> VIP cinema on the island of Montreal. I thought they were only like on the South Shore in Brassard. And I think there's probably one like North Shore. But yeah, um, basically, it? it's the Cineplex Forum. You know, the building that used to be the forum where the Canadians oh, used to play? Okay, yes, yes, yes. So they the renovated it. And downstairs is now the VIP cinema. And nice. honestly, it is 10 out of 10. It's only $5 extra per ticket to sit there because they make all their money on the food and the drinks and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. But Love honestly, it. like, some of the drinks were not more expensive than a lot of the bars in Montreal. Like, no. a lot of the drinks were like $10 a glass. And it's adults only, I think. Yeah, yeah because yeah, they sell adults alcohol. only, because they sell alcohol. You get your food in advance, you can order your food, and they'll bring it to you. I think it's like the greatest. Like, if you're going out for a movie night, like that, that's the way I want to yeah. do it. Uh, because, like, she was like, What should we do? And I was like, I, uh, I don't want to be outside. I'm tired. Like, a movie would be great. Um, Barbie's not out yet. Uh, so I was like, You want to see Spider Verse? She's like, You want to go to the VIP? I was like, Yes. What? <laughs> Is that even yeah. a question? So, yeah, now. We're only seeing VIP movies. Forget mm. it. So I now have also a date set for end of July to go see Barbie with my friend at the VIP cinema. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. We'll be talking more about it later. And watching yeah, this movie. Barbie. Oh my god, I'm so stoked. But yeah, across yeah. the Spider Verse or whatever it's called, the the new Spider Verse movie, amazing. Ten out of ten. Highly recommend. Sweet. Joel, what'd you do? Well, I came back from Miami. Ooh, yes. How was Miami? Yes. Yes. Uh, it was good. It was really short. It was busy. Um, the uh, It was hot. It rained mm. a lot. <laughs> mm. We went to um, one very stinky beach. Um, it smelled really bad, and it was really dirty. And then we went to the touristy South Beach, and it was pristine and gorgeous. So mm. uh, we're still kind of figuring out beaches. And uh, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the best thing that I had, and I know that you talked about this last week, um, was the Cuban coffee. And like, yes, we were talking about it because we were very woo. curious about it. Yeah, it is. It slaps. It's so good. It. Is just concentrate. I mean, es- espresso is concentrated, but it's like this really rich, intense espresso. And then you can have it with like um, either like with milk, which is which is what I usually would have it with, or um, you could have it in a concentrated. You know, like the little like um, when you go like into a diner and they give you the metal like little metal cup for cream. Mm-hmm. Well, they fill that with the espresso, so it's like. It's like four shots, like in that cup, and then they'll they'll throw in a little bit of like brown sugar, and then you could just like drink that straight. 
And then um, you have heart palpitations. Yeah. And then you're like good to go for another month. But it's, yeah. It's, Red Bull, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cuban coffee gives you wings. Yeah. Don't, don't know, don't know her. It's only Cuban coffee. It's so good yeah. though. It is like, yeah. it is the best coffee. It's so rich and luxurious. So I'm, I'm actually going to go back on Saturday and I'm going to be there for two weeks. So uh, like the one thing I'm really looking forward to is, Going back and getting some coffee because it was amazing. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be fun, kind of bopping back and forth. And then, I mean, in I don't know, in my life right now, like what is not happening? I think is part mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. part of the equation. Um, I went outdoor rock climbing with a friend this past weekend. Um, it was my first time outdoor rock climbing. That was really fun. Uh, and uh, I didn't get cut or anything. I was really worried, like, I'd get, like, some cuts and scrapes. But I was uh, pretty good. Um, stuff with my job is changing. That's very stressful. Uh, I, I lease my cars, and my lease is up. So I'm changing cars tomorrow. And uh, I don't know. Life is just, like, life is just exploding with all the things. So I'm just trying to hang on tight and keep above water. So... <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've been so busy with work stuff and everything. Like it's been, uh, I can't even tell you like last week before I managed to make it over to my sister and her husband's house, um, on Sunday we had to have a bit of a chill day when father's day. But then after that, I feel like it's been a whirlwind ever since. So like, I feel like all I've done is just like take care of the dog work play a little bit of games and consume some garbage television. And that's about as yeah. far as I've gotten done, like house stuff and things like that. On Sunday, we uh, went out and picked up some stuff to like decorate our front patio. Mm-hmm. So now we've strung some like patio lights. Cause there's a tree in front with like a big light. And for like the whole complex or whatever, cause there's like a, like a um, patios out in front of all the different, all the different houses. And, uh, at first, it was really bright there, but the tree has gotten big enough now that, like, we don't really get much light from the light. Um, so we got some of those, like, cute little patio lights. But then got a message the other day saying that they have to do window washing, so we'll have to take them down on the 4th long enough for them to do the window washing and then put them back up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but say lovey. But, yeah, we got some really nice, like, solar lights to put outside and a, a cushion to put because we – they have, like, a – planter boxes that are made out of stone that are really high stone and concrete and stuff but like we only have two chairs there so if it's any more than two people it's like uncomfortable for someone to sit there so we bought like a little a little uh cushion and stuff so yeah you know oh and pots i finally have potted plants outside that are real not fake tulips (laughs) so yeah just trying to you know decorate and enjoy the outside because uh yeah it's hot out now and with the heat comes the mugginess and the thunder and lightning Mm. and the rain Mm -hmm. and there's been a lot of off and on of that at the past few days so uh so yeah want to try and take advantage of outside as much as i can but we're going to talk about everybody's been playing because i have been doing that but first let's get into the fantasy critic um go look at things and see how we fare um, pretty sure last week I finished up my list on the podcast one. Going in to see if you guys picked up any stuff this week. Uh, no. I don't no. think so. There was no changes. 
Um, <laughs> I, I made some bids today because I was like, I forgot to do bids after the Nintendo Direct. Ah, uh, there you go. It's time to pick up some stuff. Mm-hmm. So on the uh, so no real change on the podcast front. On the community, I'm going into the history. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's see here now. There was a few pickups last week, so I managed to pick up Super Mario RPG Remake with a bid of twenty bucks. Oh, that was a good call. And I beat out RGM Studios, which I think is Pat. Yeah, he tried to acquire it for $15, but I got oh. $20. <laughs> but it was the last game that I had left, so I was ready to throw lots of money at it. Mm. Um, Art Vandalay, that is uh, Darth. He picked, he counterpicked Hollow Knight Silk Song with a bit of five bucks, so he got that one. He also acquired a game, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, with a bit of 20 bucks, so that was part of the Nintendo Direct. So that's the only movement that happened last week, so I can only imagine now that people can get in there um, and actually vote, because, yeah, that was the problem last week when the Nintendo Direct happened. Mm-hmm. You were kind of stalled, yeah, right? Site, like, I kept trying to get on the site, and it was just, yeah. like, locked. It's hammered. It's yeah, the hug I, of death. I did try, and I was like, oh, this isn't going to work, and then I forgot about it. It was, like, right in front of me, and I was like, do it right now, and then it didn't get back to it, so... And now getting into what everybody's been playing. I mean, Kat, you and I, same old, same old, right? You're uh, Tears of the Kingdom and I'm Diablo 4. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just kind of like, yeah, I, I went, I upgraded a lot of my batteries and I've been building stuff to like do the depth and do the sky more. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I'm in, I don't know, hour 120. 20 something of ignoring the main story just so I can explore and see all the things. But now like, I'm like, I should look at my quest log, at least do the side quests at least, at least, at least. but yeah, no, I'm going to be knee deep into this game all the way to the basically as Baldur gate, Baldur's gate three releases. I'll mm-hmm. probably just that day be like, I guess I'll fight off Ganondorf now, so I'm ready. What day is that? I feel like it's in our... Uh, For Baldur's Gate? August 31st, yeah. yeah. August 31st. August. Oh, yeah, I thought okay. it was August 3rd. Oh, cool. I got way longer to spend with <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> so you don't have to be rushy quite yet. Yeah. Um, nope. Joelle, you're also playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. You're I, also playing Diablo 4. Yeah, I tried to play more Tears of the Kingdom on the plane and stuff, but... I get so motion sick, and my flight back was so bumpy. So I was like, mm. I can't. I mm-hmm. cannot. I cannot with this. So I had to put it down, mm-hmm. unfortunately. It made me very sad because usually I can kind of do that on planes. But mm-hmm. so that did not. I was trying to save Tears of the Kingdom for the plane and then play Diablo at home because mm-hmm. Diablo is on my PS5. So, but yeah, still working through that. I did manage to play a little bit of the Lies of P uh, demo, which I know Simon did as well. And because it's a Souls-like game, but it's not in that same universe. So I thought, mm. well, let me let me see if I can. I've never played a Souls game. They just seem too difficult. <clears throat> and I, I did try this. Now, granted, I didn't, I didn't try very hard. But I just, I just don't know if it's for me. I don't know. <laughs> I tried. I, I, I might pick it up again at some point, but mm. I just might be trying to put a square peg in a round hole at this point. I'm not sure. Hey, you, you, yeah. you gave it the good old college try, as they I say. Did. 
You I did. love the aesthetic of it. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. I was interested in it, but as soon as Simone was like, yeah, I played it because it's Bloodborne, but not Bloodborne, I was like, off the list you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. Too many other games. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun to watch like people play it, I think. And yeah, and I got to the first, I got to the first boss and I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, I just don't, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I have too many things going on. There's other things I have to do, but uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I tried it. Um, and uh, looking forward, yeah, to uh, picking up some of the Nintendo stuff that came out. So, yeah. Yeah, so many things got announced. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into talking about that in the news of the week. You ladies ready? Yes. Yep. It's summertime, and you know what that means. The weather's getting hot, and there's no need to be clammy down there. Manscaped is here to help. The crew here at Girls on Games all got the Performance Package 4.0 to test out, and we are singing its praises. You know how we love puns here, so let's get into the products. Included is the Lawnmower 4.0, the skin safe electronic trimmer that is waterproof and very comfortable in the hand. The Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer keeps the fuzzies away. My husband Mike swears by the Crop Preserving Anti Chafee Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner. There's also a magic mat disposable shaving mats and includes free gifts of the shed travel bag and a pair of Manscaped boxers. Best yet, get 20% off with our promo code, GIRLSONGAMES. So go to manscaped.com to check out all the products and see what would work best for you. That's manscaped.com with promo code GIRLSONGAMES for 20% off. If you've got balls or you know someone who does, they'll thank you. And we're back. Time to talk about the Nintendo Direct that we mentioned. Catherine, bring us through the biggest announcements that tickled your fancy. Called it that the next major Nintendo game was a Mario game. But I thought it was going to be a 3D Mario, like Odyssey. Um, Mm. No, it's a side-scroller. So first things off. First things first. Um, Super Mario RPG getting remake. Yeah. Yes, Fuck I am so yeah. excited. Oh my God. I did not Duh. have a Super Nintendo growing up, so oh. I will be buying and playing Super Mario RPG for the first time oh. ever. Fuck so yeah. So I, I didn't have that game, but watched it through my cousin playing it. And then when the game, the Super Nintendo version came to the Remember when the you'd have like the back console stuff that you could buy on the Wii U? The emulator I bought it on the thing. Wii U just to play it using the 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 Wii U pad thing mm-hmm. and played it almost like a handheld. But I couldn't go anywhere because you remember how long the distance that had from like yeah. you couldn't like I had to stay within like six feet of the console, right? And after five so, minutes, it needed to be plugged in anyway. Oh, I was just plugged yeah. in all the time. I was constantly plugged in. So yeah, the concept like how well they remade. Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to play this yep. remade. Like it's gonna be so good. And like I've got one of those Nintendo vouchers left. I am totally mm-hmm. snagging that with it. Like I, I'm just waiting for. Is it already available for pre-order? It must be. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah they are. Um, I also have a, a voucher, and I didn't know what to do with it, but I figured like after this Nintendo Direct, I would. Um, and yeah, I'll be spending it on Super Mario RPG instead of the newly announced Super Mario Wonder. Mm. 
because mm. Super Mario Wonder is the next evolution of 2D side-scrolling Mario fun. Um, from what I can tell, it's basically the successor to Super Mario 3D World, the one that was mm. on Wii U that they recently mm. ported to the Switch with uh, the expansion of Bowser's Fury, mm -hmm. which was really good. It was really good. Um, and it was chaos with a four-person co-op. Yes. Super Mario Wonder brings back that chaos yes. of four-person co-op in one screen of side-scrolling. So I'm hoping my friend Uva will pick this up and I'll play at her house and we can play together or she can bring her Switch and we can dock it here and we can have some good time. I, it's the kind of stuff that she's going to buy. I already told her Super Mario RPG is getting remade and she was like, pre-ordered. Um, <laughs> And like, there's, I don't know. They were, they didn't say much in the trailer. They were just like, oh my god, the Mario turned into an elephant, an elephant there at the end. Wonder what's that about? Anyway, next announcement. And I was like, yo, we are, no, 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 move on, Japanese man. Tell me, why is the man an elephant? <laughs> Please tell me. Yeah, so the it's next like looks uh, like chaos. Yeah, yeah. Said that, like yeah. Super Mario 3D World had the cat suit and they became cats, and this one they're gonna become. Pachyderms. I feel like it really is like taking on the like Cappy. I mean, like we've, we've I mean, we've <laughs> seen this like trope before. Like you know, Kirby eats whatever and he turns into that, and then yeah, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you threw Cappy on something, and then like you played as that. So I feel like mm -hmm. they're kind of taking that dynamic and putting it into the the two D. And so it's like saying we're gonna have like kind of new enemies, like it's a new revamp thing, which they needed. I mean, that IP needed a bit of a of a facelift um considering that the last couple of games just felt like the same old same old stuff uh, in my mm -hmm. opinion um so this was kind of a refreshing trailer uh, to see like you're going to be able to take on different likenesses of of your character uh and and you know in in play so i think that was that was really fun and um yeah, when that music came on for Super Mario RPG, I have the I have a SNES down in storage, and that cartridge is sitting in there. And I just I just remember watching my brother play, and he would write down all the secrets and notes. So then now when I play, I still refer back to those. So I'm excited to uh, <laughs> kind of come back. And I loved how it looked also like the exact same that they just mm -hmm. like they didn't they didn't touch some of it, um, and. I'm just I'm stoked like Gino man Gino's finally getting it he's finally yeah. getting what he deserves so oh yeah loved it loved it uh, other announcements uh, there's Dragon Quest Monsters which they basically copied Pokemon's homework with mm -hmm. Dragon Quest universe uh, there's the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet the hidden treasure of Area Zero uh, other than that, they had more information on Pikmin 4, which is coming out soon. So now in Pikmin, you can run around at night, which was, which is new because before in Pikmin, you had to be backed at your spaceship before nightfall. Yeah. That was part of like the headline. So now there's like new mechanics if you stay out at night. Um, the other headlines. So Sonic Superstars, we saw it in other thing. Yep, that I, was a that yeah. was a part of the. PlayStation, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. So it, naturally, it's going to be on on Switch. I, I, I feel like that's the kind of game you want to play on Switch more than anything. Yeah. Uh, we saw Phantom Thieves tactical spinoff of Persona Five that's coming to Switch. Uh, 
there was this one game that's called Myth Force, and it's like step into a Saturday morning cartoon from like the 80s and 90s, like almost like He-Man and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bet, bet. I, yeah. I, I'm curious about it. Way to uh, read the room, Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> it was very millennials. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. This whole direct was very millennial focused. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like yeah, because it kind of like, gave us a bunch of stuff that like we like, like between Super Mario RPG remake, then they put uh, the other Pikmin on the Nintendo eShop in preparation. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're they're porting the Pikmin one and Pikmin two in a bundle. Uh, there's the Batman Arkham series that's yep. coming to Switch as a bundle with all the extra content, all the DLC. If you haven't played those, they were a must play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Empire Survivor is coming. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. That's cool. Um, and then there's more uh, DLC for Mario Kart 8. And um, there's a Warriors, Wario uh what do they call the Wario games? They Wario didn't call it Wario War. Or Wario Wear Smooth Moves is the one that I remember a lot. Wario Wear Move It. It's Move It. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Those games are always stupid fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's what One Two Switch wants to be. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. But just save it for Wario Wear, honestly. That's where the chaos happens. That is a get drunk, get high, play with your friends kind of a game. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and uh, if it's not already on there, Gloomhaven is coming to Switch. So Gloomhaven is very popular in my circle because my friends play the tabletop version. Mm. If you remember a couple of podcasts ago when I went to the uh, TTRPG Chalet, uh, we had run a one-shot of Frosthaven. So Mm. the first version of that board game was Gloomhaven, and they have the video game, and my friends play online on PC. Um, together which is basically it's like the board game except interactive like you it's not like a a remake with like action and whatnot you're moving characters on the board Mm. like that so that's coming to switch which is interesting because gloomhaven and frosthaven is everywhere right now um and there's extra little tidbits uh more nindies there's just dance of course so it's just dance um but yeah, all in all, pretty solid direct. Yeah. Um, as I was looking for Super Mario RPG remake info, more stuff, um, as we were talking through this, uh, I found this article from Metro.co.uk from yesterday. Super Mario RPG pre-orders outsold J- Zelda Tears of the Kingdom on Amazon. No way. That's what this article says. I linked it in, in the doc and Cat will probably end up putting it in our show notes. She always does that for us. Uh, the surprise reveal of Super Mario RPG Remake has uh, propelled it up to Amazon's best-selling games before it even comes out. While it may have lacked any showstopper reveals like Super Mario Odyssey 2 or Metroid Prime 4 trailer, the latest Nintendo Direct had plenty of surprises, including an update on Detective Pikachu Returns and a new 2D Mario. Although Super Mario Brothers Wonder served as the closing act, it seems the most popular announcement was for the remake for Super Mario RPG, the first ever role-playing game to star Nintendo's plumber mascot and the precursor to the Paper Mario se- series. Which is the key in all of this. I want the Paper Mario series to get remade. Mm-hmm. That would be sick. 
Um, so yeah, pre-orders are available ahead of November launch and enthusiasm for the remake must have spread fast because it's already among Amazon's top sellers in the US and at the time of writing, it's the second best-selling video game. Wow. Technically, it wow. still sits uh, It sits at number seven on Amazon's bestsellers in video games list, but most of the games outselling it are actually gift cards for various digital stores. In terms of actual video games, Super Mario RPG is losing out only to Legend of Zelda's Tears of the Kingdom. In fact, for a period after the announcement last Friday, Super Mario RPG managed to outsell even Zelda, taking the number three spot, as noticed by Xpooter. E-X-Pooter. Oh my God. Considering how popular the new Zelda is, that's an impressive feat and highlights Super Mario RPG's reputation. Truth. I am excited because not only this, this, like this, this has to do well. This needs to do well. This needs to do well so that we can get all the other faves that are locked behind consoles or buying it on, you know, the Nintendo system that takes forever for them to actually release them. Like just make all these phenomenal remakes, please. Nintendo Please. was like sitting on this because fans have been asking for this for years. Mm-hmm. Because oh, they, yeah. you know, they want Gino in um, Smash Bros. And like they knew they knew we would go bananas. And they're just like, you know what? We're just going to sprinkle Tears of the Kingdom for you. And then we're going to mm-hmm. serve you a side of Super Mario RPG because we don't have new hardware coming out. So we're just we're gonna give you these other things, and um, yeah, I mean it was it was it was a good it was a good announcement, and so I'm sure they'll probably do the same thing for Paper Mario too, where they'll they'll like wait for a key key time because they're yeah mm-hmm. I, I we're not seeing a console from Nintendo this year so no no, no we're not uh, so uh, they're just releasing these games and then they're just like swimming in Scrooge McDuck style yeah. and their money staring at Microsoft and PlayStation like you what mate pretty much yeah <laughs> we're going to we're going to get into more on that later because yeah there's there's all the all the hullabaloo about the FTC uh 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 trials um, I guess you could call that. Are they trials? What? Where are they? The hearings. <laughs> That's the right word. But before we get into that, we spoke about the Barbie movie, right? Mm-hmm. We're all excited. Mm-hmm. We want to yeah. see Margot Robbie as as Barbie. We want to see all the Kens, all the Kens, all the Kens. Um, but here's the thing: Xbox has teamed up with Barbie, and I am here for it. Um, Forza Horizon Five is going to have two of the Barbie cars in the game. And that's going to be awesome. Um, so yeah, there's a, uh, let's see, what do they call it? So they have a classic 1956 Chevrolet Corvette, EV Corvette, painted Barbie's signature pink hue, of course, um, in the game, as well as, what is the other car? Uh, a 2022 GMC Hummer EV pickup. But here's the thing about the Hummer. It has like some like 80s graphics on the side that like scream my name, like blue, purple lightning bolts on a silver paint job. Like mm. I want that car in real life. Very <laughs> Saved by the Bell vibes. I know. I love it. It's so Barbie. Um, they are also making Barbie dolls that are done up as gamers. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've got like a whole kit of them. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them.
of them, all representing different type, uh, different folks uh, in the gaming community uh, of, of, you know, different races, ethnicities, uh, abilities, everything. So, yeah, they're supposed to release... Um, let's see. When are these Barbies They're wearing actual out? factual Xbox gear fashion. Like, yes, they are. they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and Crocs. Yeah, young. Or it looks, yeah, like, looks like Crocs. The article says yeah, from Xbox uh, news.xbox.com uh, meet real life game developers. Young girls thrive. Can when- win the dolls as part of an international sweepstakes. Ooh, how cool is that? Yeah. Uh, by the career journeys. Okay, the hold on. I'm just trying to find out the girl, the dolls here. Uh, yeah, when everybody plays, we all win. Like the cinematic Barbie Land, Xbox is a community made better by how inclusive it is. To celebrate our uh, commitment to being a place for everyone, we're rounded up ten Barbie dolls that are reflective of a Barbie line, which is the most diverse doll line on the market. We outfitted them with the latest Xbox gear fashion, as well as accessories, including an Xbox Series S console, wireless controller, and adaptive controller. Fans can win the dolls as part of an international sweepstakes, like Catherine said. Speaking about another one, there's actually a Xbox Dream console meet Dream house that is a Barbie Dream house with an Xbox Series S in it. That's pink, and it I sure love it. Is. Along with a line of controllers that are just bomb.com. I love this. Again, it's it's all about winning those because I would straight out buy the controllers oh, yeah. if they're made. You know yeah. how, like, annoyed I slightly am? Like, I'm a little bit angry that it took them this long. I mean, I understand that they're doing it because of the Barbie movie, but I'm like, mm-hmm. 14-year-old me would have died. Like, where? I under, like I get it, but I'm also like, yeah. it's finally happening. Yeah. It's finally yeah. licensing deals because they're putting out a movie. They're getting these licensing deals. And I'm just like, why? Just, just fucking make them. I will throw money at you to have these things i know directed like, at us i know it's like they're reading like, my mind my i mm. just was like what i'm mad that i didn't get a chance to have this so i'm you know if you got kids man you just you you let them have it because they're gonna but, buy it anyway when they get older <laughs> between this and the opi line yes. with the controller mm. and everything like I am so envious. Well, obviously we can just we have we have money to burn now. It's like as as adults, like we have money that we can actually spend on these things if we feel like it. But like when I was a teenager or a young girl and like everything gamer related was directed to boys yes. and Doug got it all. And like mm-hmm. when we got the Xbox six or the Xbox, the Nintendo 64 and it was like the gift share between us because no one understood that I like to play video games as like, and I was a girl and still enjoyed it. Like this, this just makes me so happy. I know it so is. Happy. It is so wonderful to finally see the crossover, the collaborations, the inclusions, um, that like gaming like is for everyone. So mm-hmm. I hope that this yeah trend continues like even outside of a movie launch. And and it, it is, but it's just like night. It just feels like it's really ushering in this like huge nostalgia peak for people that loved Barbie, which was primarily targeted, you know, t- towards girls. And so it just feels like another tick in like the the inclusion and welcoming. So. And plus, just give me everything that's related to the 80s. Yeah. Just like, seriously, yeah. I want all of it. Yeah. 
Like it, it, it I, I own that aesthetic. Catherine is lemons and I'm definitely owning the eighties. The, the eighties, <laughs> uh, like, uh, the, the music, the vibe, the colors, the, 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 there's a name for it. Like the, the retro cyber- wave. Yeah. Retro wave. There. Uh, it, it is, it is everything I ever loved and more. <laughs> All right, Joelle, you've got an interesting story here We're talking about because like last week we spoke about like food video game integrations. Another one strikes, eh? It sure is. And apparently it's in sync with what they've done before. So um, if you're a big Oreo fan and you're just as stoked about all of the Nintendo and Mario announcements, uh, you can combine your two passions and you can buy Super Mario Oreos. So it's going to be a special limited edition Oreos uh, with Super Mario available for pre-order now at Oreo.com slash Super Mario. Each package is filled with a random assortment of double stuffed, thank you very much, cookies embossed (laughs) with 16 different Super Mario characters, including Mario, Luigi, a superstar, and baddies such as Bowser and a Goomba. So you might have noticed that I didn't say Princess Peach. Uh, She is missing from the cookie lineup. Um... Oreo has actually, uh, to, to like, you know, kind of, um, like incentivize people to get this too, uh, they're doing a particular type of Oreo kind of challenge where if you want to play along and save the Mushroom Kingdom in Ergo Princess Peach, they want you to play this game where you put the Oreos on the rim of a glass of milk and you want to stack as many hero-embossed Oreos as you can on top of the Bowser cookie. And once the Bowser cookie falls into the milk, he is defeated. And then they would like you to share your um, conquest of Bowser online using hashtag Super Mario Oreo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. So kind of a nice little um, you know, fun thing to grab if you want to. Um, they're going to be, again, they're on for uh, pre-order now on the Oreo.com website. And they're going to be hitting stores July 10th. I'm sure they will not last long. And uh, I'm pretty sure there will be scalpers um, along the way mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. yeah, to sell these out. But the, the packaging is adorable, the Oreo packaging. Yeah, honestly. There's a, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is the kind of classic Oreo cookie in the middle. And then this um, bursting of display of the different uh, Mario characters that I presume will be on your cookies. Um, so it's it, it's a great thing. I mean, if I if I see this in the store, I'm gonna grab it. But I don't yeah, know for sure, because I think it's kind of a fun a fun little treat. But yeah, those are uh, those are gonna be hitting hitting stores in a few weeks. Nice. Yeah. Every time I, I see like video game related stuff in the grocery store, I always think about picking it up. And then I'm like trying to stay away from all the sugary tweets. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it, it is. is, what it is. Um, yeah. I've been wanting to try the Minecraft cereal, but I'm like, I don't even really like Lucky Charms. So I don't know if I'd like the cereal. Mm, but would I do it for the gram bet- or for social? Oh, come Maybe. on. I bet you would enjoy that cereal a little bit more. <laughs> a, little, a little more. uh a little more endorphin going on with that. Yeah. It's really yeah. a question of 
Does Mike like it because he can finish the box? <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Or do I do I have any opportunities where I'm going to be around kids where I can just get them hyped up on sugar? <laughs> there you go. And then what? give them back not, to their parents. I'm not a bad it. What? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we are in the depths of the Xbox Activision Blizzard FTC trial. Uh, day three just closed of all the dispositions and stuff. There's still stuff happening um, with it all. Uh, so, yeah, kind of wanted to talk through with you folks, like the top level things that I thought were kind of the wildest news things. Because, like, here's what happens. Like, they pull people up onto the stand. They talk stuff out. Um, we get news clippets from it because, obviously, we're hearing insider information that we probably wouldn't normally hear. Um, but, yeah, there's some pretty interesting things that are popping off. And uh, it's not the end of this. Obviously, we're catching this in 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 the middle of the sessions. And uh, no verdict has been given. Um, but yeah, I figured we'd talk through some of the big ones. So IGN has a great art, uh, like article lining up like all the stories and then more in-depth conversations that you can link through. So just to give you some context, uh, the three-day trial... Uh, okay, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it says the three-day trial begins Tuesday, June 27th at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. Oh no, day three of the trial, sorry. So the first day happened Thursday, June 22nd. Friday, June 23rd happened. Then they had Tuesday, the 27th. That would be today that we're recording. There's another day tomorrow. Activision CEO Bobby Kotick and Microsoft CEO uh, Stanya Nadella is supposed to be on the stand. And then Thursday, the 29th, they're supposed to be closing comments. So, yeah, we've been through three days. Day one, I'm just going to read through some of the headlines from day one. Microsoft claims uh, Bobby Kotick uh, demanded demanded bigger revenue share to put Call of Duty on Xbox. In an arguably the craziest revelation of day one, Microsoft claimed that Activision almost decided to not put Call of Duty on Xbox unless Microsoft gave Activision a greater revenue share. Xbox Sarah Bond also detailed the limits of Xbox marketing of Call of Duty during Activision's exclusive marketing deal with Sony. So yeah. They almost didn't put it. They moved, it almost became a Sony exclusive. That's wild. <laughs> Machine Games Indiana Jones game. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. All right. Sorry. Machine Games Indiana Jones game was originally planned for release on PS5. One of the biggest reveals of the trial so far, we learned Disney initially had a deal with Bethesda's Machine Games to create a multi-platform AAA Indiana game, a Jones game. After Xbox acquired Zenimax, however, the parties amended the deal and turned the project into an Xbox and PC exclusive. Another one, and considering we've been talking a lot about Starfield lately, Pete Hines, Starfield wouldn't be out in nine weeks if it was releasing on PS5. Bethesda's Pete Hines says that Xbox exclusivity has streamlined development somewhat, allowing for more rounds of quality assurance. However, Hines also indicated he felt blindsided by Xbox comment to make Call of Duty multi-platform, wondering why the same couldn't be done for games like Starfield. Microsoft, here's the one that like was trending online. Microsoft admits Xbox, Xbox has lost the console wars. I can't believe, I can't believe that they said that. Mike, Microsoft has claimed that Xbox has officially, in quotes, lost the console war, arguing that its c- 
consistently been third place behind Sony and Nintendo in market share since the original Xbox launch over 20 years ago. Sony Jim Ryan said he was pretty sure we will continue to see a Call of Duty on PlayStation for many more years to come. Of course. They said that. <laughs> Microsoft expects the next generation of consoles to come out in 2028. So we got a little bit of time to wait on that. Um, let's see. Sarah Bond says that Xbox Cloud is Game Pass's Game Pass's ultimate? Let me say that again because that is a word, a mouthful. Sarah Bond said Xbox Cloud is Game Pass Ultimate's least popular feature. I'm not surprised. It's pretty niche. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I think those are the big ones from day one. That's so just, day one, just day thoughts? one. <laughs> thoughts? Just day one. The fact. Uh, oh my gosh. I can uh, I can sympathize with the Starfield comment. Mm-hmm. Um, releasing game on multi platforms can is always a shit show. It never goes well. Like Cyberpunk being the iconic failure that it was, <laughs> um, especially because it was the first game on new console. I think it dethroned Assassin's Creed Unity as a failure for a launch on new gen. All at once. So I can understand that um, just certification sometimes is when you're trying to have one SKU certified for all these things, it can be really hard. And that's why you'll see smaller games also trickling onto platforms like they'll do PC in a console and often the console is done through their publisher mm-hmm. like this. I get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that Call of Duty, they didn't want to put Call of Duty on Xbox. That is amazing. Right. That is that is crunchy. That is spicy, salty, sweet, zesty. <laughs> I'm I'm just a little like, did they are they saying these things because they're in front of the FTC and like they're trying to like yeah, get them on their side? You know what I mean? I'm just like some they're of picking are- their they're picking their nuggets that they want to drop to say like. Because Sony's trying to get them not to do it. I so know. they're being like, well, Sony's being just as difficult. And how is it anti-consumer and I, anti-competition and whatever else? Yeah. I guess I just so also feel like now we know that they said all these things. And like, I don't, I don't know. The, the, poor, well, the, chaos, the poor PR team. I just yeah, the, the poor PR team. The chaos continues because uh, day two, uh, Phil Spencer took the stand. <laughs> all right are you ready for some more uh, juicy nuggets yeah. first off xbox phil spencer tells the judge in quote i will do whatever it takes to keep call of duty on playstation and then the subtext says immediately after judge jacqueline scott corley reminded spencer he was under oath he said i would raise my hand i will do whatever it takes We have no plan. I'm making a commitment standing here that I will not pull Call of Duty. It is my testimony from PlayStation. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My goodness. Um, Phil Spencer also confirmed that Starfield was potentially going to skip Xbox prior to the ZeniMax acquisition. The Xbox uh, boss 
reveal that there were fears within Microsoft that Starfield was going to be a PlayStation exclusive following exclusivity agreements for Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. That all changed after Microsoft bought ZeniMax and Bethesda. I mean, when that deal went, when that news came out and those two games were slotted to come out and to be PlayStation only games, we all thought it was crazy too. They were like, but, but are they, but, but are those games coming to Xbox now? Yeah. But then they did it, but then they did later. So yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls fans, uh, you're in for a little bit of a wait. The Elder Scrolls six is still five plus years away. PlayStation version undecided. Um, <laughs> let's see. Minecraft doesn't have a PS5 version because Sony didn't send Microsoft dev kits, said Phil. <laughs> so they couldn't make it. They just have Minecraft dungeons. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> and then also Phil confirmed that Microsoft tried to buy Zynga before Take Two did. So. Oh. Hmm. So that was day two. This is this is unbelievable. And then day three, there's only two real big headlines um, that IGN has kind of pulled. Uh, Sony, Jim Ryan was the one on Desposition today. And uh, Sony Bros. Jim Ryan said, many publishers believe Xbox Game Pass is value destructive. Let me elaborate. During his testimony, Ryan said, I talked to all the publishers and they unanimously do not like Game Pass because it is value destructive. Mm. He claimed... Uh, he also claimed Game Pass is unprofitable for Microsoft. When reached for comment, Xbox pointed to an Xbox Wire post that says every Game Pass title announced at this year's Xbox Game Showcase is coming from a creator that previously worked with the subscription service. So they're repeat developers. Interesting one. And then the other one that uh, was listed here, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan admits Starfield Xbox exclusivity is not anti-competitive i repeat he said it is not anti-competitive well he said it. well ryan he said, he it. said it and so uh, double double negative so no he's yeah he's saying that activision blizzard acquisition is but starfield is not mm-hmm. while ryan said he told activision ceo bobby kotick he thinks microsoft acquisition attempts is uh, attempt is anti-competitive he admits that starfield's Xbox console exclusivity isn't anti-competitive, even if he doesn't personally like it. So, like, the quote that was going around Twitter was like, it's not anti-competitive, but I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was day three. So, three days of hearings and the nuggets are juicy. We're learning a lot. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of... Shots fired each direction, you know, did which you, is funny. It's a lot of contradictory stuff as well. This, did you, this is like Fortnite versus Apple, where yeah, the courts yeah. are just all like yes. showing up and being like, all right, game industry, what the fuck is all these secrets? And they're like, my precious. Like, yes. you, can't, you can't publish this. This is industry secret by competitors. And the courts are just like, we ask of this of everybody that goes through here. Like, why are I, you so paranoid i guess this I just, is amazing i just feel like have you ever seen the movie chicago like did you ever see that oh yeah. Musical? yeah you know the lawyer yeah. the lawyer is like we're going to create a circus like in in the room so that everyone looks mm-hmm. at all the little shiny things and kind of forgets about like the main issue and i feel like this <laughs> like to say some of these things i'm just like i'm like 
collusion, distraction. <laughs> like it's all just like trying to like aversion. aversion, just like trying to look over there. Look over there. Look over there. Like they're just trying to be like it's a bird. Yeah, I'm not anti-competitive, but I still like it. I mean, I just feel like. <laughs> it's so bonkers. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> whack. Absolutely whack. So, so yeah, learning all these things is is illuminating. Um, <laughs> we are still in the middle of this God. disposition trial thingamabobber that is happening right now. So tomorrow, <laughs> when you listen to this podcast, this there's going to be more news out there, I'm sure, and we'll talk about it again next week. Um, but uh, but yeah. As of when we are recording it tomorrow, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick and the CEO of Microsoft are going to be taking the stage. Stage. <laughs> the stand. Ah, it really is kind of like a stand. It is a bit like a stage. In my head. Yeah. He, and uh, now I've got like Chicago Mad. He had it coming. He had it coming. Why do we always bust into the song? He only had himself to blame there, Bobby Kotick. Seriously. <laughs> and then yeah thursday th- thursday there's gonna be closing statements so more to come um yeah fascinating i was really curious to see how this was gonna play out and i don't know what they're gonna decide you know if the news cycle is ever slow they should just try to drum up some sort of gaming industry lawsuit against a yeah. federal body just to be like we're just gonna let these mofos like have at it so that we can be entertained for a little while because it is yeah. it is it never disappoints <laughs> in terms of I that feel like jokes write themselves <laughs> we have learned more about the video game industry from these lawsuits legal dispositions all this kind of stuff over the past few years than like i can shake a stick at it's kind of nuts i i fucking love it honestly <laughs> it's it's like you know there's a lot of stories that i can't say about work that i hear like from the long history of ubisoft montreal and some of these stories i'm like if it weren't for nda god like the day (laughs) the day like ea gets sued ubisoft gets whatever the stories that are come out of like you know mass effect uh or you know bioware's development whatever the story happened with anthem yeah with anthem yeah like if ever reports but like like yeah but ever if ea gets in a situation where like it's the fdc and whatever and they're gonna poke at these stories like i can guarantee you we will have like crunchy story from all these big developers that have been doing it for years and like we know america is is a corporate (laughs) country of tomfoolery and lobbying and it just takes a government body to be like, all right, what kind of deals did you motherfuckers do for all the stories to come out like this with these scammy marketing deals? Like mm-hmm. Activision being like, give me a rev- bigger revenue share. I'm going to PlayStation. <laughs> but it's anything in the tech industry right now that's being brought up in front of Congress or whatever else. Like when Facebook was up oh and talking and like TikTok's oh, up and talking oh and whatever. Gosh. And you hear the stories and you're just like. Whoa. Well, and even from <laughs> even from the other side of just like senators being like, I don't understand. It's like, of course you don't understand. You're like not plugged into any sort of normal American life. And it's like you don't even send your own emails. Yeah. Like, how can you? Yeah. <laughs> ask about the, Facebook. Yeah, the Google. How do I plug this into the Google? I mean, yeah, it is. It is something else. So it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be entertaining times. 
Well, we'll talk more about it next week, but that pretty much wraps up the show for this week. I, of course, want to invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for all the links to all the stories mentioned in this episode so you can read more about all the things that came out in the Nintendo Direct, and you can read more about all the stuff that's happening with the Xbox deposition. God, I can't say that. Um, thank you, Catherine, for always putting that together. Uh, if you have the power to rate and review podcasts where you are consuming this content, it'd be much appreciated if you could do so. Why? It helps with discovery, pushes us up in the rankings, we read all the comments, helps us build our show. So mucho gracias if you could do that for us. This is also the moment in the podcast where I give the crew the chance to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S-C-S-D-B-A on Twitter and Instagram, but I mostly hang out in the Girls on Games Discord. Lovely. Joelle, how about you? I am Joelle Lauren 87 on Instagram, and I am Gamer underscore Comfy on Twitter, uh, but all day, every day, hanging out in the Girls on Games Discord. It is a lovely place with a bunch of lovely people. Come say that, hi. That is very true. I am Leah Jura on most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games, no thought in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo and more. And don't forget, you want 20% off at Manscaped, use code Girls on Games. You can get a discount. But if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely week in video games, and we're off to play the games that we've been playing for the past three to four weeks. And so happy about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They are our personalities now. (laughs) Yeah, they are our personalities. See you all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.